1: studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: The makers of the beer Natural Light have announced a new logo in can. Incidentally, Natural Light is what
4: their customers fear most. Ah! <laughs> Wow. Wow. That was, wow.
1: Yeah. Aren't you fancy? Portraying uh, connoisseurs of Natty Light as somehow cave-dwelling uh, troglodytes? What What is that joke?
0: Natalie, Natty Light, perfectly okay if you get it really cold. Do not sure. drink it unless it's damn cold. <laughs> Do not hand me a Natural Light, a Meister Brow, you know, The Beast, Milwaukee's Best. Don't hand me one of those unless they're ice cold. I just can't about it Well, I've said it, it
1: before. That was my first inkling that I might have a problem with alcohol when in my 20s, I'd show up to my band's rehearsal place. The day after we'd had a practice and there would be some room temperature, Milwaukee's Best, oh. I'd crack one open and it tasted just fine. <laughs> oh, God. I thought, wow, that's not right. Man, now
0: that's an aftertaste. You got to brush your teeth a lot to get rid of that one. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Um, some connoisseurs of your finer beers living on the streets of Los Angeles and many cities in in uh, in California. But a couple of things here. First, uh, we're going to get to the explosion in sex trafficking in California because of a new law, and it's just it's just unbelievable. But uh, first, this a Rand survey finds that homelessness is actually up eighteen percent in L.A., where the official count had recorded decreases, and this is being reported in the Los Angeles Times. Oh, right, boy! So this isn't, you know, some right wing publication coming in. So they. You hear this sort of stuff all the time, and I always wonder when I hear, you know, the homeless population is up X percent or down X percent or lots of statistics that I that I regularly hear. And I think, wonder how they compile those It seems like it'd be really. I mean, how would you how would you count the number of homeless people? It seems like it'd be really hard to do, right? For, for a variety of reasons. Um, The survey released by the Rand Corporation on Thursday cast cast doubt on recent findings from the county that said that homelessness was down. They took a look at it and recorded large increases in unsheltered homelessness, up 13% skid row, up 14.5% in Hollywood, up 32% in Venice. Where I was pretty recently, and it's pretty hard to walk five feet without seeing a street person, but up 32% from already horrible, and so averaging out at up 18% as they looked around L.A. Um, It makes the case that the annual three-day count which is the way the county does it, is subject to a gauntlet of error, human technolo- tech, human, technological and statistical as thousands of this is how you do it. Thousands of volunteers record their observations on cell phones while walking and driving streets across the county. You do that for three days and then you come up with a number somehow. The Rand uh, Corporation puts a much more time, effort, and expense into trying to try and count the number, and they say that they got the exact opposite. So the county came up with numbers saying there's been a 13% decline in homelessness. So good news, everybody. Our projects are working. Uh, Rand Our
1: spreading billions of dollars out to our cronies is working beautifully. A good one.
0: And uh, so Rand comes in and um, and says, no, 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 no. The way we do it, which take, takes longer, costs more money, is more comprehensive. And the, again, the L.A. Times are reporting this. homeless is up quite a bit, including a lot in some areas. So I find that to be an interesting story. Be Interesting
1: to see how that plays out.
3: Um, Los Angeles.
1: Boy, that's indisputable. There are dozens and dozens of medium and large cities across the United States that have no bum camps. You know why? They don't permit them. Right.
0: So depending on what areas you hang around, you might not have realized the explosion in street walk and prostitution that is going on in the state of California since a new law took effect in January that most of us were not paying attention to. Oh, I remember talking about this. Um, with the, I'll, I'll read from this City Journal report written by Abigail Schreier. You recognize her name? She's the one who wrote the book about all the trans
1: stuff irreversible damage yep terrific book carefully s- researched
0: and basically just saying hey, we probably ought to slow down and take a look at this cuz this uh, you know and and so amazon kicked it off and became controversial for n- no particular reason uh, uh, other than they didn't want anybody to throw sand in the gears of our race toward Trans acceptance, I guess. Anyway, so I have another great story of that sort coming up later, but go on, please. And uh, why she's writing this story will become evident in just a little bit. But uh, she writes, while the last few decades have seen an increase in human trafficking, a term that we hate here on the Armstrong and Getty show, because it it sounds like something that's not near as bad as it is because it's sex slaves. Anyway,
1: it sounds like it could be another word for mass transit design. Right. Human trafficking is improved uh, with the advent of the light rail stations on 4th Street.
0: While the last few decades have seen an increase in human trafficking, women at all three of the anti-trafficking groups I spoke to across California agreed. Nothing compares with the stunning rise in trafficking they've witnessed in recent months. A a former sergeant in the L.A. Police Department's vice division who knows the streets well and has known them for years said over the last six months, the number of prostitutes has doubled on Figueroa between 68th and 75th. In an hour, you might see 30 girls out there in the past. Now you see 60 to 65 girls in an hour. Wow. That's a lot. Wow. What shifted things? The anti-trafficking advocate said it's Senate Bill 357 signed by Governor Gavin Newsom of California in July. The measure decriminalizing loitering with the intent to gauge engage in prostitution. The bill didn't take effect until a couple of weeks ago, January 1st. But from the moment it became a law back in July, women on the ground say reality changed and the streets started to get flooded with people as the cops said, OK, well, if this is going to be the new law. Apparently they started backing off immediately.
1: Did they mention the original reasoning for the law? I mean, because yeah. I remember
0: it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, I'll read from uh, this part of it. In the post-feminist era, prostitution is so often idealized. Sex work is work, people say. It's easy to overlook the gruesome reality of what it means to have a pimp, an arrangement closer to slavery than to any legitimate job. The horror stories I could tell you about prostitutes being beaten, being choked, being burned, being gang-raped, uh, said that one of the spokespeople from one of these organizations that works with these women. And the PTSD and all the mental health, the trauma bonding, the psychotic breaks. Maybe you're somebody who likes to have sex more than once a day, but probably not 21 times a day with different guys, some of them 90 years old that smell bad. And that was a, a particular uh, reality for one woman
1: that she was describing. Boy, no, no need to take a shot at our senior citizens, but go on. I mean, the fellow's, you know, plucky oldster. I, I think it. I think it's more 21. the idea
0: that you're a 18 year old sex slave being forced to have sex with a 90 year old dude by your pimp. All of this comes from our friend Mr. Weiner in San Francisco, who has brought us some of the craziest sex legislation for the city of San Francisco and the state of California. Um,
1: that would be uh, Anthony Weiner, Democrat, who wants. Every sex act between every human being, including in public, to be legal. He is astonishing. He's in the outward 1% of all humankind through all of history. He wants orgies on the streets practically.
2: Well,
0: his thing is that... The loitering laws, the way they were before, uh, you know, you could get uh, arrested for loitering with the intent to commit prostitution, that police were abusing it. And just any woman standing on the street in high heels would be harassed and often arrested when all she was doing. And he said it specifically was targeting black women and black trans women.
1: So black people of color and transgender people were were being unfairly discriminated against. There was disproportionate. There was a lack of equity. Black
0: trans women were being harassed for just standing on the street in high heels, and so they did away with being able. And so the cops say, "Well, we know, and we now have no ability to rescue these women from sex slavery." Where we could before, we could go up and we could talk to somebody under the guise of the, you know, the hold you can't loiter with the intent. To, um, that we could go up and talk to them and figure out what's going on and often could figure out, you know, we got a scared 16-year-old here um, and her pimp's right over there giving her, the, giving her the eye that, hey, make sure you, you know, have sex this many times today or you're going to get beaten again tonight. They could rescue her from this situation, but now they can't. They don't have their... Um, uh, what do you call
1: it? Your, uh, your, well, your uh, the excuse. pretext
0: the, to take them
1: into custody right. and talk to them away from the
0: pimp. So now they don't have the legal ability to do that. And then the the anti-sex slavery organizations say the trans part of,
1: of sex slavery is so tiny. It's very, very tiny. So imagine that all of society having to change the way we do everything because of a teeny tiny percentage of uh, so-called trans people. Anyway, so the net
0: result is an explosion already. And if it is doubled, we're three weeks into the
1: new law. If it's doubled already,
0: it's only going to grow from there, obviously.
1: You know, the uh, I'd like to make a comparison, and it's worth mentioning, both Jack and I are small-L libertarians. We believe in more liberty, uh, freedom, responsibility, and then, you know, stupid should hurt. If you make bad decisions, you're going to suffer for them. But having said that, I'm reminded of, for instance, the idea that the war on drugs went too far, and in some ways it did, and in the city of San Francisco, for instance, the idea that... Well, we're not going to punish people for drug use, even open drug use, even shooting up in public. And and we have higher priorities. So now we're not going to address drug dealers even. So you have open air drug markets, often staffed by uh, El Salvadoran gang members in San Francisco, openly selling hard drugs to junkies. Drug use has exploded. Overdoses have exploded. Deaths have exploded. It was an experiment. It's failed miserably. Yeah, you extremists, you you laid out a reasoning that was bought by the soft-headed uh, do-gooder progressive left, but it's failed miserably. You were wrong. I've been wrong. Jack's been wrong. Nobody enjoys being wrong, but it happens. You are costing people their lives by the thousands. You're costing young women their 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 bodies and their psyches and perhaps their lives in the sex trafficking. Admit you were wrong, Anthony Weiner, you sicko.
0: It's uh, I don't know how soon they'll be able to correct that situation.
1: Um, it's so crazy.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's a horrible story, horrible story. So, um, remember when? That evil governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, wouldn't allow people, wouldn't allow kids to even learn sex education.
1: Oh, the, that don't say gay bill. I remember that. Now that was he, so evil, I heard.
0: Now he's forbidding teaching black history as we head into Black History Month in the schools. Won't allow the teaching of black history. Is he? Of course, that is a uh, inaccurate characterization, but that is the characterization you're getting from all of the mainstream media. We'll have more on that story and the reality of it uh, a little bit later. hope you can stay with us.
5: Armstrong and Getty.
3: Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Breaking
0: news. Adam Schiff announced he's going to run for D-Fi Senate seat in California. So,
1: there you go. Major, major players throwing their
0: hats in the ring. Got the Pencil
1: smallest tennis neck I've ever seen. That's one. Pencil-necked lion scumbag Adam Schiff. I wish him luck. Oh, speaking of uh, scumbags, I'd like to apologize. I, Joe Getty, with a factual error. Uh, I got my perverts mixed up. I... Uh, <laughs> I said the name of Scott Weiner. So far left, you can't see him. Assemblyman from San Francisco is Anthony Wiener. Uh, I was confused by two pervs named Weiner, which is a euphemism for a penis. And I apologize for my error. Yeah, it takes one to know
0: one, jackass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that was yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah, right?
0: that's Huma Abedin's yeah. old man who is texting right. high school girls versus Scott Weiner who wants men to be having sex
1: on the streets of California. Right. I apologize. I hate it when my outrage is interrupted by my incompetence. Damn it. Bye bye, uh A couple of stories here apropos of nothing, then back into the heavy news of the day. Next segment, we've got some great stuff coming up. There's no way we can even fit all of it in the show. Anyway, uh, Justin Bieber, at age 28, has sold his entire song catalog. Justin Bieber's 28? Yes. Oof. But he has pulled the Paul Simon, you know, uh, Neil Young move. Um and th- there's some discussion about why he might have done that, um, but he sold it for two hundred million dollars. I don't think I'm, g-
0: I don't think I'm gonna recover from the fact that Justin Bieber's 28 until later today. Wow! God dang it, time goes by.
1: Yeah, I don't have much of a sense of Justin Bieber. He's always just been kind of out there to me as a non-pop fan. But- he
0: was the teen heartthrob of pieces when they were young, and now he's almost 30.
1: <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. There you go. So, uh, moving along, dog names. Jack, the American Kennel Club is out with their top dog names of the year. Michael, do we have that uh, that tape we played yesterday? That was hilarious.
5: Oh, um, he's a Bulgarian Pennybacker. He's a Wilkesbury Lancelot Terrier. He's a chocolate crested Maltese Spanadoodle. Doodle. Oh, he's a mix. He's like a little bit of toasted Angus sheep hair with a little bit of macadamia lap.
1: <laughs> you people in your fancy name dogs. Oh, i love that that's good all right so here are your here are your top dog names if uh if your dog doesn't have one of these names you're you're just uncool and or if well your dog has these names you're obvious top names for bitches i insist on using the proper name for female dogs jack cringed i don't know why here are your top, top girls dog bitches. names Here are your top girl dog names. Number 10, counting down to number one, Ruby, Rosie, Maggie, Mm. Sadie. Got to have an E at the end. God, I know several people that have one of these. Penny, Willow. Willow's a nice name for a dog. Lucy, back to the E sounds, Daisy, and then Bella. And Luna. Luna is the number one mm, name for a dog. I don't like the fact
0: that Bella's like the number one kid name and dog name. You can't you can't have the overlap there. That's not good.
1: It's a little off-putting. You're right. Uh, top ten uh, boy dog names. Number ten, counting down once again, Leo. Then Rocky. Mm. Bear. Yes, I've known a bear or two. L- lead singer of the band I was in 100 years ago had a dog named Bear. She is a sweetheart. I hope she's doing well. Uh, number seven, Buddy. My, my neighbor and friend has a dog named Buddy. Tucker. What? As in uh, Carlson. <laughs> uh, Teddy. Charlie. Cooper. Oh? Another neighbor has a dog named Cooper. Sweet dog. Milo is number two and number one. A classic. Max. Max. Been number one male dog name for a long time. What, what, who did they chant uh, something is a dog's name? Rex. <laughs> well, Rex Chapman. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Rex is a dog, man. More to come. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty.
3: at Purdue edu,
4: the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: So in a couple of minutes, we're going to play uh, how NBC News, the evening news, handled the story of evil Ron DeSantis blocking black history from being taught in schools is more or less the way it's portrayed by the mainstream media. Um, and uh, it's it's all it's the exact same story as the don't say gay bill. It's the exact same phenomenon happening again, happening again. You remember that Ron DeSantis didn't want sex education being taught to kindergarteners. That was turned into the don't gay say bill, don't say gay bill by the media. that started calling that then everybody referred to it like that was the name of the bill. And it was portrayed on Saturday Night Live in the Oscars and everywhere else as you're not allowed to teach about homosexuality or sex education of any kind in schools in general. Right. Um, And now they're doing the same thing with this. In fact, uh, KJP yesterday, the White House press secretary, lashed out at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over his incomprehensible decision to reject state approval for an advanced placement African-American studies course. It is incomprehensible to see that this is what this ban Or block, to be more specific, that DeSantis has put forward. If you think about the study of black Americans, that is what he wants to block. And again, these types of actions aren't new, especially from what we're seeing from Florida, sadly, said KJP yesterday in front of the White House press corps with, you know, hardly any pushback from anybody. I don't know if it's because they don't understand the story or or what.
1: Oh, please, come on. (laughs) That is blatantly, horrifically dishonest.
0: What is going on here? The DeSantis administration sent a memo to the College Board, that's the organization responsible for devising AP curricula, stating that their new pilot AP African American Studies course is, quote, inexplicably contrary to Florida law and significantly lacks educational value. According to DeSantis's administration, the proposed curriculum falls afoul of the state's recently passed Stop Woke Act, which got a lot of attention, which bars schools and workplaces from promoting the idea that one's status as either privileged or oppressed is determined by his or her race, color, national origin, or sex. That's this whole idea that if you're white, you're automatically a bad person and an oppressor. If you're a person of color, you're automatically oppressed um, no matter what. Uh, The bill also bans schools and workplaces from subjecting any student or employee to training or instruction that espouses, promotes, advances, indicates, or compels such individuals to believe specified concepts of discrimination based on race, color, sex, or national origin. A draft of the curriculum obtained by National Review promotes the notion that colorblindness is a form of covert racism. So as we head into, we just had Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday as we head into black history month in which mlk will be all over the place he specifically said that he wanted to go uh, uh, live in a world where you're ju- judged by you know the, the the content of your character not the color of your skin that is now considered a racist notion
1: well, and we we glossed over it kind of quickly, but what uh, one of those paragraphs was staying, saying is that you can't teach that discrimination is good and should happen. We won't allow that. We won't allow pro racist discrimination in Florida. So, in other words, even if you couch it as uh, you know critical theory.
0: So, in other words, just to, to make this clear, Desantis is objecting to that stuff, not the idea of teaching anything about
1: about black history in the schools. In fact, if I may... The uh, extremely contentious Stop Woke Act actually requires teaching, quote, the history of African-Americans, including the history of African peoples before the political conflicts that led to the development of slavery, the passage to America, the enslavement experience, abolition and the history and contributions of African-Americans of the African diaspora to society. It doesn't forgive that or forbid that it requires that just no racist woke theory. That's not what KJP said
0: yesterday from the White House briefing room. She said, Oh my God, a national review. Uh, too many pop up ads. It's impossible to use your site. Wow um kjp said yesterday let's not forget they didn't ban they didn't block ap european history they didn't block our music history they didn't block our art history but the state chose to block a course that is meant for high achieving high school students to learn about their history of arts and culture and it's incomprehensible well that's not what's happening at all that is a complete mischaracterization of what they're objecting to so now that you know that background This is a little long, but I think it's worth hearing. Uh, This is how NBC News handled the story on their evening newscast yesterday.
4: Black history is American history. Protest and pushback in Florida with a new potential legal battle over race education. I can't
3: believe that this is 2023 and America is talking about censoring education.
4: Civil rights attorney Ben Crump announcing his plan to sue Republican Governor Ron DeSantis and the state after DeSantis blocked a pilot AP African-American studies course in Florida. No to censorship. No to censorship. Yes to community. DeSantis says the state already teaches African American history and is opposed to specific lessons in the curriculum.
0: We believe in teaching kids uh, facts and how to think, but we don't believe they should have an agenda imposed on them. When you try to use black history to shoehorn in queer theory, uh, you are clearly trying to use that uh, for political purposes.
4: What message do you feel this ban may have communicated to your student?
0: Um, I I think it communicates very clearly that
1: African-American history is not as important as other history.
4: Developed by the College Board, the pilot course is currently in 60 schools nationwide. The organization says it does not require students to adopt a particular ideology, and after a feedback period, it will make appropriate revisions to the preliminary pilot course framework. These Florida high schoolers say this is personal. What's your reaction to this AP African-American studies ban?
5: it's keeping African-American silence In my opinion, that it was targeted and I couldn't learn about my own history. I think it just symbolizes like blatant racism.
4: DeSantis has made education policy a key focus of his administration. Last year, controversially signing into law restrictive legislation on race and gender. In response to Crump's intent to sue, the Florida Department of Education said it was a publicity stunt and that they expect the removal of content on critical race theory, black queer studies, intersectionality and other topics That violate our laws Florida's Department of Education tells us they will review the College Board's revised curriculum next month attorney Ben Crump says he will only file a lawsuit if DeSantis does not change his stance
0: first of all if Ben Crump is involved in any story hold on to your watch I mean oh my god that's the spokesman you're gonna put out there to convince me that Rhonda but so you know uh, you could give NBC credit for allowing Ron DeSantis to lay out his case
1: very briefly
0: without very, very briefly. <laughs> but you've already portrayed him as evil over and over again. So having him say any words doesn't really work. And then you have the poor beleaguered high school student saying it's, it's racist is what it is. And they're not letting
1: me learn about my own history. All right. A couple of points. We're talking about an AP class. That has been used in one pilot program in one school in Florida. And Ron DeSantis looked at the curriculum as others have, including very even measured commentators that I've read and said, holy cow, this is dripping in intersectionality jargon that sets off red flags. It's not all mumbo jumbo, but there's a hell of a lot of mumbo jumbo in this AP class. So in the state of Florida, were they required to teach Black people's experience in the United States and slavery and the Jim Crow era and all of that stuff where all of the history that's already been taught and will continue to be taught is completely untouched. The saying this AP program is crazy is I feel like they're silencing us. I feel like they're saying I can't learn my own history. There's all sorts of black history being taught all over the state. It's required. As Jonah Goldberg po- uh, puts it, this is a massive Mott and Bailey argument. The original idea was to teach African-American studies as an AP course, as an additional offering amid all of the pre-existing courses that include black history. But when the proposal, this specific proposal, meets opposition, the response is, all we want is to teach black history. Mm, you're right. It's just it being is. taught like crazy.
0: You're right. You're right. It is the Mott Bailey thing, which we've talked about in the past. Google it if you're interested in uh, what those words mean. But so the the go out there with your incredibly out there specific um um uh outlier point of view and then retreat to the we're just trying to teach black history. How could you be against black history? Right. Wow
1: and it works. Right. It, it, it works, works all the time. That's the cl- that's the argument they always use.
0: Well, it helps if you've got NBC evening news is willing to go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. How about I you love- present a couple of reasonable people along with the high school students? Or, you know, the nice thing to do, I mean, if you actually cared about the students, would be have the reasonable people explain to the high school students how nobody's trying to keep you from learning black history. Nobody. You're going to learn plenty of black history in your school. These are the things that run afoul of the current state law that they want taken out. I mean, d- don't, don't allow the kids to think the, the governor and the state is so racist, they're not allowed to learn black history. Don't allow that. That's not cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish we had more time to read from Jonah Goldberg's piece on this, but I love the title. Reading, writing, and black queer studies. And they go into, he goes into the fact that, uh, and I love this, let us return to what should be one of the simplest, most obvious, uncontroversial, and truly bipartisan ideas in all of politics and business, and sports, and academia, and law, and cooking, and murder for hire, and pretty much every field of human (laughs) endeavor, save for perhaps some niche and grotesque forms of pornography. This is universal. Before you are given the opportunity and uh, responsibility to do something very difficult, complicated, and risky, you should prove competency at easier, simpler, and less risky tasks again that is universal in human endeavors before you do something very difficult complicated and risky you should prove competency at the easy stuff and if you'd like we could get into some of the statistics where for instance dc public schools which are blathering on and on about equity and about uh uh, uh, intersectionality and the rest of it teaching queer theory to little kids 15% 15% of black boys meet expectations on English and 9% on math. 15% on the language they were born speaking and 9% mostly. Holy and 9% crap. on math. Single freaking digits. And they're spending their time in school teaching equity and queer theory. That
0: is unbelievable. And NBC Evening News acts like the problem in the schools is not allowing black history to be taught. Man, there are lots of stories you could do about problems in schools, but that's not one of them.
1: Wow. If you you want to work, uh, look, nationwide, 26% of eighth graders were proficient in math. 26% are getting better at intersectionality, though, and the idea that uh, there's no such thing as a man or a woman. Oh, you know, when we were doing the dog names, I totally forgot. I, I'm kicking myself right now. Here's a surprising show of flexibility for a man of my age. There's no such thing <laughs> as male and female dogs. Dogs ex- exist on a continuum. The, the male dogs, that's just a social construct. There's no such thing as male and female I don't know Come when on. I when I
0: see those testes a- swinging, walking away from me at the park. Oh, your, my God. You're your,
1: transphobic. You um, are so transphobic.
0: Those of you with short-haired dogs who leave them intact. No. That's, that's, I don't need to see that. No. <laughs> Put some pants on that thing. <laughs> um, a major sports record is about to fall. I can't believe this isn't getting talked about more. Among other things we can talk about on the way. Stay with us.
5: Armstrong and Getty.
4: Getty
2: Show. we got an official's timeout. Somebody came on the floor. Uber Eats delivery or
0: something there is carrying some McDonald's. Maybe, was he going to deliver the McDonald's to somebody on the court? That's an Uber Eats sticker. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover. In the. There he court. is. There is in the, right there, there in the corner.
1: Like, yay, yay. So this guy's actually, a, who's he delivering it to? The ref. <laughs> the the, the ref said later. Give it to me later. Not I mean, now.
0: Uh, who was he actually delivering it to? Like uh, somebody in the building ordered Uber Eats? Anyway, so the the, the driver comes in and is like in the three-point line lane, like where, where you take <laughs> where you take that corner shot if you're Steph Curry at the end of the game. The Uber Eats guy is walking around right there. On the, how did he not notice walking into the building? Oh, my gosh, this is a sporting venue. The game seems to be going on, and the court is right here. First of all, I'm not sure how you get down to where those seats are that easily anyway. but Well, nobody's
1: even sure how he got in the stadium without a ticket, but he <laughs> did. But he S- seems to be... The, the, the funny thing is, if you, I just saw the video again. He seems to be completely oblivious to
0: the fact that there's a basketball game on I mean, you're really paying no attention to your surroundings.
1: Well, to quote the the coach of Duquesne, Keith D'Ambrot, or D'Ambrot he said, quote, I really didn't see it, but I just saw the video after the game. Our guys were dying laughing in the <laughs> locker room. Guy had a job to do. He did his job well.
0: (laughs) That's right. Neither rain nor wind nor the fact that I'm walking on the court of a live basketball game will keep me from my appointed rounds. That's
1: hilarious. Somebody at the video board had ordered the food. Whatever the video board is. You're in a basketball stadium. Send somebody for a hot dog.
0: So, speaking of basketball, something giant is about to happen in the world of sports, and I'm surprised it's not getting more attention. So, LeBron scored 46 points the other night against the Clippers, for one thing. That makes him the only NBA player ever to score 40 or more against every team in the league. So, that's kind of an interesting little nugget. But the Hmm. big thing is, with that 46 points that he scored... He's now within 177 points of the all-time scoring record by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow. and As he averages 30 points a game still at age 38, he's just six games short in six games in like two weeks. He's going to break the all-time NBA scoring record, and I'm just kind of surprised because I remember when Kareem did it back in the 80s, it was a buildup for a long time, and Coverage and the game's going in prime time and people talking about it. And it was, was but I feel like nobody's talking about this. Is it because the Lakers mm-hmm. are so crappy? Maybe that's because I, they're I crappy and you know aren't even going to make the playoffs. But um, he is, uh, and and I was watching Shaq talk about this last night. He is not a LeBron's beggar better than Michael Jordan guy. But he said, you know, once he breaks the all-time record for scoring, you certainly have a pretty good argument for claiming you're the best basketball player. I mean, that's the whole point of the game is to score points, and you've scored more points than anybody ever has.
1: I mean, I'm mean, not know, saying you're right, but I can't say you're wrong. That's a pretty good argument. Yeah, first guy to ever score 40 against every team in the league. I mean, like Kareem never scored 40 against the New Orleans Pelicans. Never to his discredit. Memphis Grizzlies didn't score a point against them.
0: LeBron also is the only pair with 10,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, and 10,000 assists. And there's nobody even close to doing all three of those. He has some unbelievable stats. Of course, part of that is because he came in at 18 and was dominant from the moment he stepped foot on the court. And he's now 38. What he's really trying to pull off is, one, I think he wants that all-time scoring record. And two, he wants to get to play with his own kid. He's been talking about that a lot lately. Mm. uh brawny who is um uh mcdonald's all american one of the top players in the entire country his kid and is gonna play like one year of college and then go into the nba and then i suppose he'll lebron will try to move mountains with his uh you know the sway he's got in the front office of the lakers to try to get his son playing for playing with he is a mountain
1: um yeah Yeah, you know, we don't do a sports talk show, but just, you know, it's funny. I was just about to text a friend last night about this, and I should. Um, I've been watching a bit of college basketball this year, watching my alma mater, the Fighting Illini of uh, Illinois. College basketball is terrible. It's just terrible. You got guys, most of the good players play a year, maybe two years. Guys constantly transferring. You got no cohesion. There are very few teams that play anything that you would describe as very good basketball. Basketball, and this this is not a bitter old guy. I mean, basketball, this is indisputable. Basketball in the eighties, for instance, or the nineties, college basketball was much better basketball. Well, there's
0: yeah, there's no way around that. Better. Because
1: you had pro lever level players on the teams, yeah. Well, and, and coherence with the team, team play, which the game is all about. But, yeah, what are you gonna do? Times change.
0: I'm saw I saw funny. Uh, they had uh, the uh, you could hear LeBron on the court the other day. I saw a clip where some guy kind of ran into him and bounced off, and LeBron said, "You're not the only guy who." He actually dropped an end bomb. You're not, you're not the only inner who lifts weights, dude.
5: <laughs> wow! Somebody, got,
0: somebody tried to push him out of the way and got bounced off of him. I thought that was fantastic. Don't appreciate the end bomb. Um, if you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
4: Armstrong and Getty.